welcome to Southwest Conference Week 10 Review! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but welcome to the Southwest Conference Week in Review! Uh, we have a very special episode this week as there is a lot of big news to go over. Uh, first off, in the news, the there was a transaction last week. A trade was made between the Puppets and the I.O. Rookie team. I'm going to call it Rookies. It didn't sound right saying I.O. Rookies. So the I.O. Rookies. Uh, the trade was the Puppets traded their eighth pick in the first round of the inaugural Southwest Conference Rookie Draft to come in May. They traded their eighth pick in the first round to the I.O. Rookies for the first and second pick in the 2021 draft of the Puppets. So the rookies get the number eight pick in this year's draft plus the Puppets' first and second pick in the 2021 rookie draft. This trade moves the I.O. Rookies from the number four spot in the first round of the rookie draft to number eight. And it gives the Puppets a second first-round pick uh, in the inaugural rookie draft. That will have the Puppets picking first overall and fourth overall in the first round. They'll have no picks in the second round. And listen to this. This is crazy. Zero picks in the rookie draft in 2020 and zero picks in the rookie draft in 2021. Sounds like they're gambling an awful lot. Um, Speaking of gambling an awful lot, this news report came out over the past week. With the number one pick being surveyed heavily by the Puppets, the Puppets sent their entire scouting staff home. Told them to stay gone until after the rookie draft. That is ridiculous. They don't know what they're doing over there. Or maybe they've already got their plan and don't need any help. Only time will tell, but uh, definitely some gambling going on there. Uh, Speaking of news, we have some very important dates. Grab your pen and paper because this is what you need to know. Also, grab your calendar, grab your wife, grab your girlfriend, some of you grab your boyfriend, (laughs) Uh, just kidding, Uh, and put this on your calendar and let everybody know you're busy. The inaugural rookie draft for the Southwest Conference will be on Saturday, May 18th at 7 p.m. I've looked at the timing on this. It really looks like the draft is going to take roughly 40 minutes. I think it'll be less than an hour, maybe even shorter than that, because it should be pretty quick. There's only uh, two rounds, so it should be pretty fast. So uh, there's no excuse for anybody to miss that draft because you're being given plenty of notice, and it's going to be a quick one. Everybody has an hour, okay? So put it on your calendar. Uh, Even if you're not picking in that draft, you should try to be there to uh, just kind of see how it goes, maybe do some mouthing on the chat board. Uh, May 18th at 7 p.m. By the way, if you are not in the draft and you are there, uh, you're not allowed to mouth whatever the first pick is, regardless of what it is. Just just so everyone knows the rules, I will kick you. I mean, the, the, the site will probably kick you out. That's what I heard. I don't know. Anyway, uh, another important date. We are going to go ahead and set the inaugural player auction. This is the most important day of the fantasy year, as far as I'm concerned. Because this is where you're building your team, especially this year. This is the inaugural uh, year. You have zero players on your bench. If you miss this, uh, you're going to regret it and you're going to pay for it because your team will stink. So please, I'm giving you plenty of notice to request a day of vacation if you have to. 
Uh, cancel any trips. Do whatever you have to do. Do not miss the inaugural player auction. Get your calendar. It is Saturday, August the 3rd at 1 p.m. Saturday, August 3rd at 1 p.m. is the player auction. Both these dates will be up on the website uh, by the time that you receive this uh, podcast. So, again, Rookie Draft, Saturday, May 18th at 7 p.m. Player Auction is Saturday, August 3rd at 1 p.m. So make sure and put those cal- those dates on your calendar and get prepared to get those drafts done. Okay, now let's go to our interview segment. Hi, Medea. This is Steve Hurley with Southwest Conference Week in Review. I know damn well you ain't calling, but how you get my number? I- I'm sorry. I thought it was public knowledge. Um, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Yes, I mind. Goodbye. All right. So I want to welcome into the Southwest Conference studio live and in person. Uh, some of you guys, I'll have to do your interview via telephone, but live and in person, we have Dustin Show. Dustin, welcome to the show. What's going on, Steve? How are you doing? Dustin Show, welcome to the show. <laughs> You're probably tired of that stuff. That's what you did there. All right, so Dustin, uh, what's the team name for your team? I went with uh, Full Tilt Boogie. All right, and where do you live? Where are you from? Uh, I live in Ozark. Ozark, where? Arkansas. Ozark, Arkansas. Uh, great state in the Union. Uh-oh. You hear that, Texas guys? Uh, so let me ask you some questions, Dustin. How long have you played fantasy football? I've been playing since uh, 1999. Started it doing uh, Yahoo rela- redraft leagues as a little punk junior high kid. Uh, it wasn't really popular back then, and uh, I was just making leagues on my own on Yahoo, and I was getting in with you know making them public leagues and doing crazy stuff. So you've ran your own leagues before? Oh yeah, yeah, I've uh, ran plenty of leagues. Uh, of course, as a I guess, what, 13 or 14-year-old? I didn't know what I was doing. But, yeah, I have. <laughs> and, and, by the way, just so that you guys know, this is this league is actually the um, brainchild of Dustin. He's the one who wanted to run a league in this type of environment. And the only reason he's not the commissioner is his work schedule made it difficult for him to be able to run a league uh, appropriately. So he asked me to come in and, and uh, commission it so that he could be part of a league with uh, – some great owners, which is what you guys are. So, how many leagues did you play in last year? Let's see how crazy you are. I, I only played in one league. I did some dynasty leagues and ran some leagues and, you know, was in kind of a, uh, I don't know, I guess you would say a league with a toxic commissioner. And uh, I got burnt out and took a couple years off. And uh, I've been eyeing this format on uh, reality sports for a long time. And, Finally got. I finally, you know, found some other nerds that were willing to uh, nerds <laughs> that were willing to, uh, you know, dive into this contract thing and this uh, reality thing and you know, uh, live this fantasy of being a uh, general manager on a, on a more realistic basis with the the salary cap and the contracts. At, so you've played in a league like this before with this this type of settings? Um, I did this league with a guy you work with, Jeremiah Wilson, in back in 2014. We did not take it serious. 
it was uh, I talked him into creating a league with me, getting in it, and then we opened it up publicly, and then got in with uh, eight other eight other owners. We did the auction. If I recall, we did we didn't really keep up with our rosters or much. We really just did it for the auction, just check it out, see how it was, and uh, you know. We weren't serious about it, but we did experiment with it for one season in, in one league. The good news for us that he's done that before is you're going to hear this in the Nuts and Bolts segment that he's going to do. Uh, he learned a lot that he's going to be able to pass on to us. So we're going to just immediately call that an unfair advantage. And uh, what I'm going to do is minus 10 points from his score every week to help get us on the right track. Is that okay with you? I know. Ah. Plus 10 when I'm playing you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll run we'll run a, a vote on that. I I personally vote for him to lose at least half the games, but we'll figure it out. Uh, so what's the most leagues you've ever played in in one year? Um, I think back in the day, in the when I you know I was in eighth grade, and you know, I didn't have a job. You know, I was running around, punk kid. I probably was maybe ten. Whoa, ten, ten leagues, ten rejap leagues, something like that. Now I've I've done uh, I've been in more serious more recent leagues. I uh, most leagues I was in was I was in three dynasty leagues on uh, myfantasyleague.com, um, and one 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 team in particular that I was real proud of, but it had that toxic owner and or toxic commissioner, and I got out of it. So I never got to actually uh, reap the fruit. Of that, of that team, but uh, if memory serves me correctly, it would have been a, it would have been a uh, championship caliber team. Man, that's this sucks. So, uh, how many leagues are you going to play in this year? I'm doing. Um, I'm at least going to do two. I uh, I'm going to be in this one, and then uh, I'm going to try and see if I can't round up some other nerds and and, and do another reality sports league. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug that league here. I think, Steve, you're going to join me in that one when I get that one ready. Yes, sir. Since there's only a, a two-week trial, um, I have not created it yet. I'm uh, campaigning, campaigning for owners right now. So if anybody else would like to get in this second league that I'm going to run, we're going to do, do a $25 buy-in, which we're not doing in, that, in, in this league. At least not for this year. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe that's in the future. We'll, but yeah, we're gonna do a twenty-five dollar buy-in on that one, and uh, it'd be probably switch it up with some of the scoring, make it a little bit more. Uh, it, we'll make it. It'll be different. Let's just say that. Hadn't landed on all the settings I want to do yet. But yeah, I'm shooting for shooting for probably two. All right. So you just played in one league last year. What was your? Do you remember where you finished in that league? Was it sixth? I don't Sixth. know. It was, it was that redraft league on NFL.com that you ran. I'm not sure. It was. I started out hot. It was uh, kind of crazy. Started out hot. I was. Uh, I think I was. You know, seventh in total points scored in the first four or five weeks, but I was uh, four and one. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then it, it. I knew that wasn't sustainable. So uh, yeah, it, it, the last part of the season was pretty brutal. Well, let's hope that continues. This, I mean, uh, hope that doesn't. Hope you get, have a better year this year. So, uh, 
what would you say is your fantasy team management style? You aggressive, cautious, mad scientist. How how do you run your team? I think I'm a, I think I I'm an aggressive, mad scientist. I'll take a chance, but bet I'm gonna I'm gonna dig deep before I make a move. Um, a big thing for me is I try not to be emotional about moves I made, whether that be trades or players I pick up. So even though I hate the Raiders. Um, I have owned Amari Cooper before. Um, I also hate the Broncos. I was once a, uh, what was that tied in? Julius Thomas owner. Um, let's see who else. Uh, the Chargers and the Cowboys. No, I hate the Cowboys. I, I've never owned the Cowboys. Oh, boy. Uh, you, you just <laughs> but, uh, You just got on a lot of people's radar here. Um, and I will I will say that he is definitely aggressive. He's the one that started off the trading in this league. I remember we were this this league like was days old. We didn't even have all ten teams uh, signed in yet. I think all ten invites had gone out, uh, and I already had a trade offer from him. And I was like, "What is this guy doing? We're not even not even in this thing yet." So I, I can attest to that. And then when you make the move with him, you know he's really thought it out. You're like, "Uh oh, what did I just do?" So then you just got to take yourself. It was a good move. It was a good move. So you already basically told us the teams you don't like. I think if you're smart enough that you know the NFL, you already know who the favorite team is based on the teams you don't like. But what's your favorite NFL team? My favorite NFL team is the Kansas City Chiefs. I, uh, as far back as I can remember, I think I was four years old. And I think it was my mom's cousin was passing through town. We lived in western Kansas at the time was passing through town, and he gave me a handful of uh, little Kansas City Chiefs trinkets and some football cards. And uh, ever since then, I've uh, been a Chiefs fan. It was a good time for me to start being a Chiefs fan. You know, it was 1990. We just drafted uh, Derek Thomas the year before. Um, you know, a couple years later, we got Joe Montana. We had Neil Smith, Derek Thomas. Uh, James Hasty, uh, Marcus Allen came in. You know, those are those are some of my favorite players ever. Derek Thomas being the uh, the number one for sure because he's a true chief. There's been some true chiefs since then, but nobody will ever surpass Derek Thomas for me. So uh, the Tyreek Hill news is pretty rough for you, huh? Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. So you know, just, you know that makes uh, Mahomes just undraftable. Just so you know, un- unauctionable. Right. He's not even. Should, it, all of you guys are listening right now. If you're smart, you'll take Patrick Mahomes just off your board completely. Because without Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, it's it's a waste of time. Would you agree? Patrick, you, you agree? He Patrick, agrees. He Patrick agrees. Patrick Mahomes' value is going down the toilet. <laughs> I mean, Australian style. It's not even going clockwise. It's <laughs> counterclockwise. You know, just crazy. All right, so the name of your team is Full Tilt Boogie, right? Full Tilt Boogie, yeah. All right, so any any of the guys there in this league from Arkansas don't have to uh, have this question answered for them, but for the guys in Texas, how'd you get your team name? Uh, well, I stole it from the phrase coined by Chad Morris, the Razorback coach, who I absolutely think is doing an amazing job and I believe is going to get us back into our glory days Uh Maybe a couple more years. He needs some more time, but he coined the phrase uh, full tilt boogie on his uh, 
press conference introduction, and I thought that was a cool phrase. Never heard that before, and I've never. I was struggling with my team name. You know, I wanted something that was going to be cool, but also uh, maybe a little bit clever. And then you came up with the Southwest Conference to name the league, and you uh, made a Texas division and Arkansas division, and uh, you know. It just kind of fell into place, full tilt boogie. We know uh, one of the teams in our league graduated from SMU and is probably quite angry uh, that Chad Morris left. So, uh, Sam, there's your rival right there. So, Sam Ayers and Dustin Show are automatic rivals. Write it down, put it in the book. Those guys hate each other. That's game of the week every time they play. Y'all get ready. <laughs> All right, so uh, more on that tip. Uh what do you hate most about Texans? Man, Texans think they're so great. Everything's bigger in Texas. Blah, 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 blah. We're tired of it. Nobody cares. It's a desolate desert with a few big cities. That's it. Whoa. And, and your women aren't even that great. I mean, you know, it's all fake. Whoa, did y'all hear that? Did you hear that? Okay, well. In Dallas, the traffic... Holy cow. Worst. Well, y'all heard it. I mean, I, I, that's his opinion, so there you go. All right, so uh, it's really early, right? But you had to have eyeballed somebody in the league and say, what team in the league do you most want to beat and why? Oh, this is easy. It's you. The puppets? The puppets, yeah. And here's why. I don't really know the other guys in the league, for one. Um, but I was working on a trade with Brian Parks. <laughs> I owe rookies. And he made me an offer for the 104. Now, we were having talks that will keep that between me and Brian on what we were talking about. But he made me an offer for the 104, and uh, essentially I told him I wanted to wait and see what the actual NFL rookie draft, how it would turn out and where these rookies uh, were going to land us for their teams. And uh, you swapped in and uh, swooped in and gave Brian an offer he couldn't refuse, obviously. And uh, so, and he had to take that, I understand. But you stole my 104 rookie pick from me and uh, therefore, you created this rivalry, Steve, whether we're in the same division or not. So, uh, I pulled a Philadelphia Eagles on you like they did to the Dallas Cowboys last year, swooping in and grabbing grabbing uh, Goddard, or I don't know how to say game, the, the tight end uh, that the Cowboys wanted right before they were going to pick him. So, very similar, huh? Who was that? Uh, I, can't, I don't know the tight end's first name, but Goddard, Goddard, the guy that's opposite of Ertz. Ertz. Oh, okay. The Cowboys were going to draft that tight end because they needed a tight end, and he was—they were the next pick. And really? The Eagles jumped in one pick before him and took him. I guess and, I don't remember that. And I said, "Ah, stupid! I hate—I hate anybody that does that." And then I did it. So <laughs> yeah, you did. So I now think it's the most brilliant move ever, uh, Brian. You were insanely smart. Um, yeah, that was—that was an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> in fact, I think I put that trade that you guys did into a trade analyzer. Uh, Brian made out like a bandit. I mean, he... But, you know, that's that's the beauty of this league. Um, 
we all abide by contracts and a salary cap, so you get to run your team as you wish. Yeah, like 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 a few, like, few rules like, in this like, league. Like geniuses, like the puppet master. That guy. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> I like this league because you know there's built in built in things to make it to where you don't have those. My fantasy leagues that I was in. Um, you know, you had to set your own rules, and those leagues that I was in, those rules had been written up by a lawyer. When you were reading them, you could tell it was bylaws is what they called them, and it, you, you know, you had to talk about every collusion, dates, you know, when trades had to be made, blah, 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 you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. We don't, we don't have that. It's pretty much set up on a calendar, pretty similar to the way the NFL does it. And when and then you got your contracts and your uh, salary cap, so you're not going to have one team with uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Ray Rice and Doug Martin and DeAndre Hopkins and Calvin Johnson and I mean there's no way and and uh, there was teams like that on this that just had you know all the studs back in 2013 and 14 had them and. He had, you know, several uh, first-round rookie draft picks because he had been cherry-picking from teams for years. So, and you can't do that with this league, and that's what I love about this league, or this setup, this format. All right, so we're coming to the end of the interview. Um, so I just have uh, one off-the-wall question to see if we can get right. a little know a little bit about you and then we'll ask you just one last if you have anything you want to say so let me ask you this question if animals could talk which would be the rudest which would be the rudest i feel like an owl an owl an owl Why? would be rude because they're really wise i feel like they would be uh you know i feel like every time you ask an owl a question he might you know think all of your questions are dumb Wait a minute. So an owl might be a know-it-all. Yeah, a know-it-all, or uh, you know. So, so like, if you let this owl know who your potential picks were going to be, and they told you that was the dumbest thing they'd ever heard, that would be an owl, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I don't know any owls. But owls, just are, but owls are cool. You know? They're smart. <laughs> they can spin their head all the way around. I saw that once in the Exorcist. And they're and they're they're amazing predators. That's true. Okay. All right. Enough. It's enough of that. So before we move on to the nuts and bolts, because I don't want this uh, podcast to go too long, we're trying to keep it at 30 minutes and we're running a little long. So just real fast, you have anything you want to add or say before we move on to nuts and bolts? I'd like to say there's a ton of, there's a ton of content out there, guys. Um, there's, you know, websites, there's articles. I mean, it just takes a simple Google search. Uh, when you do search for information, be sure and search Dynasty. Um, there's pay stuff. There's free stuff, YouTube videos. Um, I would also like to add, try not to, try not to put too much into highlight videos if you use YouTube. And another thing is, uh, you know, there is so much content out there. Uh, don't make bad trade offers. That's the quickest way to shut down, shut down trade negotiations. Is coming to somebody with, uh, you know, hey, I want, uh, um, I want Todd Gurley. I'll give you uh, Smallwood from Philadelphia and a and a third round pick. You know that 
you know, if you make a trade offer like that, you know, you're gonna you're gonna end negotiations before they start. There's a ton of content out there. There's trade analyzers. There's rankings. Um, all that stuff. Use that stuff. Make reasonable trade offers. Now, obviously, you want to start low, but everybody knows that. And then you come to a middle. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of content out there. Go find it. So, um, a follow-up to that. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves on fantasy leagues. Somebody offers you a trade. You don't like it. Reject it. Just reject it. Don't let it sit there for six months. That drives me nuts. Either reject it or accept it. But but don't or, or counter. But don't just leave it sitting there. That, that's the worst. Because I don't know if you're thinking about it. If you think it's horrible, so you're not going to answer, which may be the case. But I'd rather have a rejection. Oh, okay, this guy's not a dummy. I can't make that trade like I did with the. <clears throat> I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's happened. So anyway, seriously though, uh, don't let a trade just sit there. Um, okay, so. Uh, in the interest of time purposes, uh, let's move on to the nuts and bolts segment. All right, here we go, guys. Let, let's let's do this for me. Let's set up in our chairs. All right, everybody sitting up. Everybody, everybody, feet on the floor. All right, put your drinks down. There's a lot of work ahead of us now. Make no mistake about that. A lot of work. All right, Dustin is is going to give us uh, a segment. Uh, hopefully, every podcast, but as often as schedule allows. Uh, to help us become better owners, uh, listen up for real. Grab your pen, paper, pay attention because what he's going to say will make your league better, make your team better because he's done the research. Uh, obviously, he's not giving you all his tips and tricks, but he is telling you how to be a better team owner by understanding how to play this particular type of fantasy. So, Dustin, go ahead. All right, uh, let's talk about the contracts. You know, I've mentioned that a few times. Let's talk about it. So, we have uh, one four-year deal, three two-year deals, and two three-year deals. Well, if you do your mocks, you go on there, and there's a, you know, it has a total contract amount, it has your guaranteed money, and it has the cap hit. Well, if any of y'all are like me, you, you know, you may not totally understand that, you know, just because it's a four-year deal and it's a hundred million dollars doesn't mean that that breaks down to 25 million per year that you have that player. So uh, let's let's start with something easy. Let's start with something uh, to put this in perspective. Let's do it on a, a 100 scale. So say you offer a player a $100 million contract over four years. That breaks down to percentages each year that equal the total amount of that contract. So you have a four-year $100 million deal that breaks down to First year, you're going to pay him 22% of that contract, which obviously comes to $22 million for the first year. And that first year, 100% of that is guaranteed. And then your second year is 24%, $24 million. And then 50% after the first year is guaranteed. So that makes $12 million guaranteed in the second year. 24 million on the cap hit. Third year, 26 percent, so 26 million. 50 percent of 26 million is 13 million guaranteed. So 26 million, 13 million guaranteed in the third year. Fourth year, 28 percent. So that's 28 million, 14 million guaranteed. So on a four-year deal, that breaks down to 22 percent, 24 percent, 26 percent, and 28 percent 
equals 100%, and then 100% guaranteed of the first year plus 12 million, 13 million, 14 million comes out to 61 million guaranteed. So the way that reads is a four-year, $100 million deal, $61 million guaranteed. And then if we go to a three-year contract. Hold on a sec. Dustin, let me interrupt you for a second. The uh, salary cap for this league is, if I remember right, $188,200,000. Is that right? Yes. You know? 188.2. Okay. So for those of you who have never played in a league like this, which I think is most of us, uh, so if you have $188,200,000 is your salary cap and you sign this $100 million four-year deal for, let's just say, OBJ. That's who you wanted, right? So your cap that year is one – this year is $188,200,000. How much would that take off your cap? Okay. Off, what's, the, what's the percentage on that? Off of your cap. Okay. So, so that first year hit for that $100 million contract would be $22 million of your cap. Which would leave you with roughly one hundred sixty-six million two hundred thousand. Right. Uh, it's important to know how to budget this because uh, you have to fill out a whole roster. So you can't go crazy and offer insane numbers to every player. Just go out and get the biggest names because within about three players, you'll have no money left. Okay. Yeah. Within, so imp- yeah, within about three players, you you might be looking at you know one hundred twenty million dollars, and then you got you know sixty million left. Exactly. So and that also. Uh, which I'll be posting on the message board, uh, the breakdown of the rookie contracts. They're all slotted. You don't. We're not auctioning that. So the 101, I think if I remember correctly, the 101 was, uh, what, $7.5 million? It's a bargain. It's a bargain. Whoever has that pick, worth every penny. Well, it depends on who you pick. <laughs> okay, Al. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about the, the three-year deal. It's a little bit different. So hold on, wait, I apologize. On the four-year deal, can you just read off the percentage for each year? So year one, if you sign one of the four-year contracts, your first year hit is going to be what percentage of your contract? 22%. So whatever your grand total of that contract is, 22% of that number uh, will hit you in your first year contract. Right. Uh, and that and that also means 100% of that first year, the 100% of the $22 million is guaranteed. Which means so if, if you, you sign OBJ... And he goes and he kills Javon uh, Jarvis Landry on the field on Monday night. Then you know he's obviously not going to be playing anymore, and you're going to cut him. Well, uh, you do that, and you still lose that 22 million. But if that happens in the second year, then um, you're only you're only on the hook for 12 million. Well, actually, you'd be on the hook for. 12 million, 13 million, and 14 million, whatever that comes to. But with. for those of you listening with a pen and paper, and if you're not, you maybe should go back to this segment later with a pen and paper. First year hits 22%. Uh, the second year hit will be 24% of the total contract. Third year is 26%. And then the fourth year is 28%. So these are the numbers you have to take into effect. So. You go crazy and offer the player of your dreams a huge four-year contract. Just know four years from now, even if that guy is hurt and not playing, you're responsible for 28% in that fourth year regardless. Yes. So you you have to put a little thinking and strategy into how much money you spend and to who you spend it on. And three-year deals are a little bit different. We can, we can still do it on a $100 million scale just to keep this simple. 
and then we'll do a little bit more confusing one here in a minute. You know, a three-year, $100 million deal. That first year is going to be 30% with, you know, 100%, 100% guaranteed at $30 million. Your second year is going to be 34% of that $100 million, $34 million, and 50% guaranteed, which comes out to $17 million. And your third year is 36 and 50% of 36 is $18 million. So 100% of your first year on that guaranteed money is always, 100% on that first year is always guaranteed. And then 50% in preceding years, however many years that is, um, is your guaranteed money. And um, what was the uh, percentage of the total contract that hit you for each year of the three years? It's 30, 34, and 36. Okay, that's important to know. 30, 34, and 36 is the amount of that total figure that's going to hit your salary cap for each year. Right, and all those all those equals the total amount of the of your of your contract there. So that contract reads, you know, three year, hundred million dollars, sixty-five million dollars guaranteed. So that's how that's how that contract reads. But yeah, oh, what you uh, what you want to what you'll notice is that first year the percentage is always lower. Your your players' uh, salary increases each year you have a little bit, you know. So for this one, it's increases four percent into the second year and then two percent into the third year and then it did what was it two percent on the four-year contract every year yeah 22 24 oh yeah 26 and 28 just jumped so you you uh your four-year contracts obviously longer but your uh, salary cap hit each year is less on a longer deal you know, in the real NFL, that's why you see guys signing five, six, five, six-year deals. And, then, and on the surface, they look huge. You know, $120 million over five years, and you're like, whoa. But it breaks down to salary cap friendly. But they, but the real NFL, which we don't do, they signing bonuses, and there's all different kinds, kinds of ways to work that and manipulate the system. You know, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots have been doing that for years. I think, I think Tom Brady made uh, on his on the salary cap hit. He only made twelve million last year, but that may be because you know he he you know he might have gotten fifteen million dollars on a signing bonus, or you know who knows how it was worked. But they do that stuff all the you see all the time where players restructure their contract. They do that so they can get other players in there while also paying their superstars. But we can't do that. Luckily, yeah, luckily we don't have to worry about uh, signing bonuses and all that stuff. I think that would just, in a fantasy format, that would probably uh, get crazy, get a little bit too complicated. But, uh, I mean, we can go on to a little bit more com complicated contract, which is going to be a little bit more technical. Say you have a, say you have a player and he signed a three-year, eighty-nine million dollar contract, and uh, fifty-seven point eight five guaranteed. So in year one, that's going to be a twenty-six point seven million dollar cap hit with twenty-six, twenty-six point seven million dollar guaranteed. 
Year two, he's going to make $30.2 million with $15.1 million guaranteed and $32 million in the third year with $16 million guaranteed. And that all comes out to three years. $89 million, $57.85 million guaranteed. And what I've noticed is it seems like on your three-year deals, about 65% of the total contract is what's going to be guaranteed and then on your um, four-year deals it's looking like 60 61 percent is going to be guaranteed on your four-year deals and I didn't I didn't crunch any numbers on the two-year contracts because I honestly couldn't find any information on whether that breaks it down to 48 percent first year 52 percent second year or if it was, you know, if it if there were more extreme numbers, but um, it looks like to be small escalations between six and ten percent. You know, maybe if that's on a two two year deal, it might be six to ten percent difference. Now this sounds incredibly technical, and there's gonna be people listening to this podcast that have already turned it off and gone, ah, I can't handle this. Yeah. There's a chart for all this uh, on the website, correct? Yes. You. This is all explained. I broke it down a little bit faster. They actually didn't break down the three-year contracts. I, uh, I had to do some crunching and some figuring out to get that on my own. But if you go to the Reality Sports main homepage, not the league homepage, and you go over to how it works, and then there's an overview tab, free agency auction room, rookie draft, and, and uh, key features and frequently asked questions. All this stuff is on there. Um, you can even find the rookie slotted contracts. You just click on rookie draft. And right there at the bottom it says see complete list of rookie contract values by clicking here. You click that and then it explains how to read that. See, we only got 10 teams in our league. So... What you would do is you would look at it. Uh, see, we're only doing two rounds. So what you would look at is uh, year one. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, we're doing two rounds, three-year rookie contracts. So what you would do is you'd look, okay, there's a four-year contract breakdown and a three-year contract breakdown. So your 101 pick in the first year is 76 million dollars or seven million six hundred seventy two thousand dollars and six hundred and seventy five I said that wrong yeah so um, so you can 8. you can one to eight point six year three but then you drop down and we got ten teams in the league so the tenth pick is gonna be four point one and then they've got a whole nother now what you do for the eleventh pick you don't go down to where it says 11 on here, where it says 3.9, you scroll down and you go to round two. So, because this website's set up to be able to do 32 teams, so they those contracts gradually decrease as it goes all the way down to 32 teams. But if you jump around to round two, you go all the way back down, and the first pick in the second round is now 1.7 million dollars. Huge difference. Huge difference. Yeah, you're and, paying. You're paying for those first. And and that that's important picks. to know because you can 
kind of get a game plan on how much you want to spend on rookies, and you can actually see exactly what it's going to cost you. No auction there. Um, some caveats to that is, and it's important for you to know before May 18th, what your slots are and how much it's going to cost. And are you are, watch the NFL draft? Am I willing to pay that much that I'm going to have to pay in that slot for the guy that I want? And if you don't think it's worth it, then trade out of the spot. See if somebody wants to take your spot. Right. The flip side to this is if you pick a player in the first round, uh, at the end of their contract, if they're picked in the first round, you can extend their contract by one year, if I remember correct. Yes, there but is. But only a... first rounders have that option. Second rounders, at the end of their contract, they're up for auction, correct? Correct. Yeah, there is a rookie fourth year option or fifth year option if we had four year rookie contracts. And the way that works is they average the top 10 of that player's position, the average of that is what that what that price is going to be to keep that rookie for that fourth or fifth year. But if you sign them in the second round, that's not an option. They're up for auction at the end of that contract. Right. So Second round picks go into the uh, auction that next offseason. So that's that's important to know when you're deciding whether you want to trade up, trade down, stay where you are, get completely out of the draft. These are these are items you have to think of. So there's a lot to it. Now, I, I'm hitting you without warning you on this, Dustin. Do you have a problem with anybody either, I guess, sending you an email if they have a question? Because I think when they start digging, they're gonna, they might have some questions. And quite honestly, even though I'm the commissioner, I think you know more about this deeper part than I do, at least at the moment, probably forever. Uh, do you have a problem with people sending non-player-specific questions? Do you have a problem with people sending email asking you that? No, go ahead. And uh, even my cell phone number, I don't keep it hidden. Just when you text me, I'm obviously I, I may not have your number. Just tell me who you are and that you're in the Southwest Conference League, and I'll shoot you a text back. Um, is your is your cell phone? Is it? It's not on the website, is it? Hey, hello. <laughs> uh, I think I made a message board post with my phone number That's on right. it. That's but right. That's right. Uh, it's four seven nine two zero nine two zero five five. I don't even know. If, does anybody even listen to this, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. I got a couple people that, that I did. That said I something. did. I thought it was hilarious. I have at me. least three people that said something. So I know at least at least me, you. Uh, I know Brian texted me. Uh, Jake Scott. It texted me, so I know at least four of us are there. So okay. you may you may want to shoot a message on the message board saying you listen if you're listening. By the way, just so we know um, that we're not just chatting to hear ourselves chat, but um, only because the the information you're giving is invaluable. Really appreciate you taking the time and then taking the time to tell us because that really is a competitive advantage he has over all of us. He could have said no, nah, yeah, I'll just go to that how it works yourself and figure it out. Which, by the way, every one of you should be doing. Uh, see if you can gain a leg up uh, on the owl that's in the room. No, I'm just playing. Oh, I'm uh, see if you can get a get a leg up on him. But he's nice enough to share his information. But you need to be looking at that yourself. But in the interest of time, I'm going to go ahead and and uh, end the podcast because we're running a little long, longer than I want to go because uh, I don't want to lose your interest. But uh, this is the type of information you can expect on a normal basis. Uh, we'll be pulling up something to talk about every time. Uh, that will make you a better owner. This league can be as in-depth as you want it to be, but it can still be as easy to run and as easy to fund as you want it to be. Thanks to the resources you have. Of course, you can ask me anything. You can ask Dustin. He'll help as well. Uh, Dustin, you have anything to add? Yeah, I do want to add one more thing. Uh, you were talking about um, taking the 
to consideration with those rookies where you want to draft. I was actually talking to an owner um, about that. Uh, like, hey, uh, you know, if you don't want to pay whatever it is for this rookie, I mean, I can't offer you a blockbuster deal or whatever. And, you know, if we weren't in this contract format, this trade, you know, we may not be able to come to a trade because a lot of times if there's no if there's no contracts, you're not going to take a second-round pick for a first-round pick. It just it doesn't make any sense. But with contracts, you know, if you're, say we're in the second year and we're drafting rookies in 2020 and, you know, you've got a bunch of veterans and you're not really interested in any rookies or can't afford the rookie that you want, you, you know, maybe you take a second-round pick for your, let's say, 106 or something. Because at 106, you know, you're going to be paying, uh, say, we're in, we're in the second year, that's $5.9 million. So you're paying almost $6 million for an unproven player. Or you can drop back down and maybe take, a, um, you know, even even the top second-round picks, only 1.7. So that's in this league, you can make trades like that. And you won't be ridiculed for it because, you know, we've got a salary cap to abide by. You know, maybe that other team will get a better rookie, but maybe you have better maybe you have better veterans. And, you know, it makes sense for you to trade that pick for salary cap reasons. You know, just because somebody offers you a second for first doesn't mean it's a bad deal in this format. By the way, speaking of that, uh, the Puppets owner called me and said that he was willing to wash any owner's car or uh, come and do uh, manual chores for money because apparently after the draft he's going to be broke. Oh, yeah. You're so. uh, you're looking at what? <laughs> you got the 101 and the 104, so you're looking at uh, 7.5 and 6.5. That's, that's almost 10% of the salary cap. Gone! Yeah. Gone. That's all right. It's not about this year uh, because remember, this 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 thing's gonna go for uh, many years to come. So all right, so we're gonna cut it at that. Um, shoot us a message if you if you listen, and uh, so we know. Uh, we appreciate hearing that uh, at least this thing's getting listened to. And uh, I guess that's gonna be it. Remember, today is the second day of Fantasy Halloween. That's right, Fantasy Halloween. So everybody celebrate Fantasy Halloween today and tomorrow. And um, don't forget to keep studying. May 18th is your rookie draft. May 18th, 7 p.m. Uh, and the actual player auction, the real thing for the players, the veterans, and all rookies that were undrafted, August the 3rd at 1 p.m. Not too early to put in a day off for you on your, at work, whatever you got to do. Don't miss it, okay? Uh, anything before we go? I got one surprise question for you, Steve. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're on the clock. Uh, who's the, who's going? Who's gonna be your one hundred and one? Well, I mean, there's who says who says that I'm done wheeling and dealing. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. Right now, as of this moment, give okay. Give us give us three players you're considering at the one hundred and one. You don't have to dial it in. Whatever order you want, give us give us give us three that you're considering at the one hundred and one. I think because obviously. You know, nobody else is going to affect your picks. So. I think, uh, if I remember right, uh, Zach Hawker, is he in the draft this year? No. No? 
Zach Hawker is who I want. That's what I traded up for. So I'm hoping that he surprised declares for the draft. By the way, for the Texas guys, that's Arkansas's kicker, right? I'm saying the right I, name, aren't I? I think. I, I think that's know. right. So anyway, that, that should tell you my thinking. I'm thinking kicker. Um, right. Kicker or, uh, I don't know, um, tight end. Kicker or tight end with my number one pick. You know, Hawkinson? No, no. Um, I was thinking uh, somebody that nobody's heard of. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna surprise. I'm gonna shock the world and pick somebody at one one that nobody's ever heard of and wouldn't shock, have picked anyway. You're gonna shock the world like uh, the Raiders and draft <laughs> a guy they could have gotten at the you know their one oh uh, their one twenty seven or their one whatever they had one twenty four. Yeah, well, you send your whole scout team home. That's what he did. <laughs> send his whole scout team home so they can't freak out when on camera when he when he drafts somebody that they shouldn't have drafted well, as as a Chiefs fan, John Gruden <laughs> is the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> Chucky. Chucky. Alright, so uh, that's it for this week's Southwest Conference Week in Review. Uh, don't forget to study, uh, have fun, make trade offers, don't make trade offers, mouth people on the board, whatever you gotta do. Let's let's have a blast. And remember that in this league there is, there is no no off season. Off season. This has been a What the Heck Did I Just Listen To production. Ta-da!